0: Praise the Lord. This morning we're going to read from the Gospel of of Mark, chapter 4, verse 35. I'm going to read in the New King James Version, and it says, On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. And now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose... And the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, "'Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing?' Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, "'Peace, be still.' And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, "'Why are you so fearful?' How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Let's pray right there in your homes today. Heavenly Father, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you for your word. That even as your word comes, I thank you that faith comes. And faith rises in the hearts of men and women right now. Those that are watching by way of a live stream on whatever platform, God, I thank you right now that your word would cause men and women to become bold and have courage, Lord. And and I thank you for a hope that rises up seemingly where there seems to be no hope. I thank you yet there is a hope that is found in you, and I pray that you Bless your word today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I want to welcome every one of you today, even though we can't gather together, we are gathering uh, by way of social media and we're connecting. And I want you to encourage others to just remain connected. In these trying times, one of the things that we have to do is just uh, remain connected so that we can feed on each other's faith. And so today, I want to speak to you about peace in the storm not just because of where we are right now in the world and here in South Africa with, of course, this COVID-19. And yes, we do need peace. But also to say that probably peace is one of the most important things that you and I can have in our lives. And here's my first statement that you can follow on the church app is this. We were created by God to be peacemakers. Matthew 5 and verse 9 says, this is Jesus speaking. He said, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. And to be a peacemaker family, you have to carry peace. And peace is one of the most essential things that we need to make us who God created us to be. As a matter of fact, we find our purpose and fulfillment where there is peace. And God is able to carry out his plans and purposes for your and my life when we have peace. The second thing that I'd like to say is that our peace is actually found in a person. And his name is Jesus. And then, thirdly, we have peace because we are in Jesus I like what Romans 5 and 1 says. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so Jesus died on the cross, and part of the great exchange was his peace for your and my trouble. Which brings me to the next point. Through the cross, we have peace. And then to have the peace, of Christ, we must have peace with God. In other words, you've got to be born again. And I'm trusting and believing that if you're not born again by the end of this live stream, you will be born again. You will come to know the the, the forgiveness of God Almighty. Do you know that peace in the New Testament, the word peace means to bind or weave together? And so when we have a union with Christ, it means we have peace. And if you have that peace, it means you and I have the ability to walk calmly through every storm, even the storm that's raging right now. Because we have a union with Christ and we are in Christ, we have peace with Him, and we are able to walk calmly through every circumstance And every trouble that we might be facing, even in the midst of COVID-19, whilst trouble, fear, and chaos is raging out there, we can have peace. And do you know something about peace is this? Peace is actually the great stabilizer. The word stabilize or to be stabilized means uh, to uh, uh, unlikely to overturn. It means to be well-grounded. It means to be steadfast. It means to be secured. It means to be anchored and to be held tightly together. And that is our prayer for each and every one of you. Jesus said these amazing words in John 16, He said, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world, and right now this is true, in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. These are the words of Jesus. But not only that, I want you to know that there is also peace in the Holy Spirit. That's what Romans 14 and 17 tells us. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so the awesome thing is we have the Holy Spirit residing on the inside of us. That's what God's Word teaches, that we are temples in which God's Spirit resides. And and because He resides on the inside of us, there is a peace. There is righteousness and there is joy, but there is peace as well. And it is the Holy Spirit's gift to you and I. So peace is in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is in us. And because we have peace, it means we have the ability to place everything in God's hands. I want to encourage you today. Place everything. Because we have this peace, we are able to place everything in the hands of God. Family, he's still on the throne. He's still the king of all kings. He's still the lord of all lords. Jesus Christ did, in fact, defeat death, hell, and the grave. He conquered and overcome. And three days later, he triumphed and rose from the dead. And this is what gives you and I the confidence. This is what allows us to place our trust in him. We're living in a time when everything around us is collapsing, the systems of this world are collapsing. Every man-made system, every man-made kingdom is collapsing. And the only kingdom that remains will be the kingdom of God. That's Revelation 11 and 15, where it says, Then the seventh angel sounded, and there was loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Things that we thought we could place our trust in have failed us. But we can place our trust and our confidence in Jesus. Look at Psalm 118 from verse 1. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good for his mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say, or let the Durban Christian Center now say, his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron now say, his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say, his mercy endures forever. I called on the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. He's on your side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. In the Amplified, verse 5 says, the Lord answered me and set me free and in a large place. Here's what I'd like to say to you today, family. You can never lose when you trust in Jesus. Can I say that one more time? You can never lose when you trust in Jesus. He said in verse 5, I'll set you free and bring you into a wide and open and a broad and a large place in your life. I'm praying that for each and every one of you that are watching right now. And then in verse 8 and verse 9, he says, it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Hallelujah. The Amplified said it's better to trust and take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in man. The Message Bible says far better to take refuge in God than trust in people, far better to take refuge in God than trust in celebrities. And you know what? These two verses highlight the fact that everything in the world is actually subject to change. Everything is subject to variation. In other words, what is here today can be gone tomorrow. It means that everything in this world is actually programmed to let you down and ultimately disappoint you. And we can put our trust in doctors and thank God for the doctors and what they are doing. But they can only go so far. They can only do so much. We can put our trust in the banks and thank God for the banks and thank God for the education system and everything that that is out there, but they can only do so much. No matter what it is, it'll let you down and sooner or later disappoint you. But peace in Jesus means we place our trust in Him. And leaving everything in God's hands is actually a position of trust. It's a position of trust. Psalm 9 verse 10 says, And those who know your name will put their trust in you, for you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. These are scriptures that I'm just bringing forth today that my heart is, they will uplift you and encourage you. Here's another one, Psalm 37, verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. Take a look at Proverbs 3 and 5 with me, would you? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. I love what the prophet Isaiah had to say in Isaiah 26 and 3. He said, you will keep Him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Hallelujah. Having the peace of God means you're leaving everything in God's precious hands. It means we have to get our eyes off COVID-19 and onto Jesus. Get your eyes off every problem, every trouble, and fix your eyes On Jesus. You know why? Because whatever you look at is what will occupy your mind. And whatever you think upon is what you will cause to grow in your life. So here's the thing, if you're seeing your problems, then it means you're thinking about your problems, and your problems will grow until eventually you'll be overwhelmed by your problems. And your problems will produce fear, doubt, and unbelief. But if you fix your eyes on Jesus, He is your peace, because peace is a person. He is your your Jehovah Shalom, the Lord who is your peace. It means then peace will flourish on the inside of you. And there may be chaos all around you, but not in you. And here's what I want to say to you today. Fixing your eyes means you have to be intentional. Sometimes you got to be ruthless with yourself. Sometimes you just have to cut yourself off from negative friends, negative gossip, negative uh, news, negative whatever, whatever, even negative social media, this is what separates the men from the boys it, it's what separates the sheep from the goats this is what resilient 2020 is all about you see family, the enemy wants you to take your eyes off God, and the enemy wants you to focus on all the trouble but what did Isaiah say in chapter 6 of, uh, and verse 1, Isaiah chapter 6, he said, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Something tragic had happened during that time. King Uzziah had died. But what did Isaiah see? And then when you think about Ezekiel, in Ezekiel chapter one and verse one, it says, "'Now it came to pass in the thirtieth year, "'in the fourth month, on the fourth day of the month, "'as I was among the captives by the river Chebar, "'that the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God.'" So what's the story here? The story is that Ezekiel is among the captives. They were host- and, and and as a matter of fact, they were hostages in a foreign land, everything, everybody was complaining, everybody was grumbling, Everybody spoke about the problem. Everybody talking about COVID-19. Everybody talking about doomsday. Everybody talking about, is this God's anger on humanity? Everybody talking about conspiracy theories. Everybody talking about the Chinese and what, what, what. But I'm here to tell you that Ezekiel refused to grumble and to moan. Everybody around Ezekiel were talking about the problem. But Ezekiel chose to fix his eyes on his God and look at the result. Whilst everybody was having nightmares, he was dreaming the dreams and the visions of God. He was having the time of his life. I want to declare to you today that there is peace in the storm right now. If you would dare to just fix your eyes on Jesus, peace isn't an emotion, it isn't a feeling, it's a person and it comes in the name of Jesus. Right now where you are, I'd like everybody, if you're watching, to declare this together with me. I want you to verbalize your faith. You might be sitting there with your family. Maybe you are there by yourself. It's okay. You begin to declare this together with me. You ready? Here we go. Say these words together with me. Thank you, Jesus, for being my peace. And because of that, I can calmly walk through every storm of life. I place everything in your hands, knowing that you are still on your throne. You are God all by yourself. My trust and my confidence is in you. I have perfect peace. Because my mind is stayed on you. And I also have great peace because I love your word and nothing will cause me to stumble in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Family, I enjoyed sharing this Word together with you, and I do pray and believe that it was a source of encouragement. Remember, the Bible says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. But before we end, before we go, there are those of you right now in this moment in time, and you know that your life is not right with God. You have no peace with God. For whatever reason, and we're not here to investigate those reasons. All that is important is you need to know that there's nothing you can do in the natural that would qualify you for God's goodness, God's righteousness, God's forgiveness. Actually, forgiveness is a gift that he gives you and I based on the work that Jesus did on the cross. And you might say, well, pastor, I don't feel worthy enough. I don't feel righteous enough. I don't feel holy enough. And, and, and that's probably right. We, we, we don't in our own self. There's nothing that we can give. There's nothing that we can do that would merit us receiving God's forgiveness. But it's a gift that he gives us. And the awesome thing is that Jesus receives us just as we are his arms are ready wide open hey he knows everything about you so it's not like you're going to try and hide stuff from him he knows what you did he knows what you thought he knows what you said and still he loves you because his love for us is unconditional and right now I believe that you're ready to receive Jesus as I said, peace is not an emotion, it's not a goosebump feeling, it's not a tingling, it's not a, 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 anything else. Peace is actually a person. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And when He comes, there is nothing that will give you peace like when Jesus comes and forgives you of all of your sins. So right where you are, in your home, in the work environment, or maybe you're locked down in the garage. I don't know where you are, but I want you just to pray this prayer, just to simply invite Jesus as the Prince of Peace into your life. You're ready? Here we go. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I come to you today in Jesus' name, just as I am. And I recognize that I am a sinner away from God. I am in need of a living, loving Savior. And Jesus, you are that person. And today I open my heart and I receive you. With my heart I believe and with my mouth I confess that you are the Christ the Son of the living God. And right now, I receive eternal life and the forgiveness of all of my sins, and I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, family, I'm so uh, grateful to God for having been able to share this word uh, with you. And those of you that prayed this prayer for the first time, or maybe it's a rededication, We'd love to hear from you. We might be on lockdown, but let me tell you that there are pastors on standby that are available to interact with you over social media, over phones as well. There are people that are waiting to pray with you. Let us know what it is that God has done in your life. And if you have committed your life to Jesus, we'd love to know, we'd love to pray with you, we'd love to encourage you. Even though we might be restricted in our movements, Thank God for technology. And we want you to know in all of the family of the Durban Christian Center that we're doing everything to, to ensure that our people are, are helped in whatever way that we can, that they are still being ministered to, especially during these trying times. So let us know, all right? The details are up on the screen. And until we meet again next time, God bless you. We're praying for you. Amen. And we are in this third day of our fast. So let's continue tonight. We're going to have a great time as we go through all the prayer declarations. God bless you. Bye-bye.